Chapter Thirty Four of Little Joe Otter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Nan Dodge. Little Joe Otter by Thornton W. Burgess. The young otter learns where his fish went. Each bit of knowledge you attain will prove an aid to future gain. Little Joe Otter The young otter had told his father, Little Joe Otter, the story of how his fish had mysteriously disappeared. You should have seen the twinkle in Little Joe's eyes as he listened. Would you really like to know what became of your fish? Little Joe asked. Of course I would, replied the young otter, but I don't believe anybody will ever find out. "'Don't you think I could find out if I went over there?' asked Little Joe. The young otter shook his head very decidedly. "'No, I don't,' said he very honestly. "'All right, son, let's go fishing,' replied Little Joe Otter, his eyes twinkling more than ever. So together they went fishing, and presently each caught a fish. "'You take yours over to the bank, but don't stop to eat it. "'Keep your eyes on this fish of mine,' said Little Joe." The young otter obediently took his fish over to the bank and then sat down to watch. Little Joe Otter climbed out on the ice at the place where the young otter had twice lost his fish. He laid the fish down on the ice, then plunged into the water and swam over to where the young otter was. Before he got there, the young otter saw a great broad-winged white bird appear as if from nowhere without stopping in his flight pick up that fish on the ice and fly away a short distance then this great bird alighted on the ice and suddenly didn't look like a bird at all he looked like just a little heap of snow he looked exactly like the heap of snow that the young otter had seen over there several times before you should have seen the eyes of that young otter pop out of his head he was so surprised that for a full minute he couldn't find his tongue. Little Joe Otter's eyes twinkled more than ever. Well, son, said he, what did you see? I saw your fish disappear, gasped the young otter. Now I know where my fish went to. Do you see that little white heap over there that looks like snow? Little Joe Otter laughed right out. Certainly I see it, said he. I saw it as soon as we came over here. I saw it, and I knew what it was. That is Whitey the Snowy Owl, who has come down from the far north. He is very fond of fish. I guessed right away who had stolen your fish. Now we'll go over and see what he has to say about it. So together they swam over and climbed out on the ice. Then they made right straight for Whitey. He turned his head and the young otter saw as fierce a pair of eyes as he had ever looked into. They were round and yellow. Whitey snapped and hissed, then he turned so as to face them. He still clutched the fish in his claws. Little Joe Otter snarled and bounded towards him. Whitey hesitated only a second, then spread his broad wings and silently flew away, taking the fish with him. Little Joe was too big for him to fight with. 
So it was the young otter made the acquaintance of Whitey, the snowy owl, and learned that there is always an explanation for a mystery. Enough is enough, and I'm sure you have heard enough of little Joe Otter and his family. I could tell you much more, but it wouldn't be fair to some other little people in the Smiling Pool. And so the next book in the Smiling Pool series is to be about one whom you all know, and, if you are like me, are fond of. It will be called Jerry Muskrat at Home. End of chapter 34 End of Little Joe Otter by Thornton W. Burgess